Hi, I'm Greg Lefebvre, and this is The Compulsive Storyteller, a series of short personal stories where we explore the idea that truth is stranger than fiction. In this week's episode, entitled Touching the Sky, we find Ravi Gujaral, the famous blind Indian writer, visiting my studio. He's never seen a skyscraper and plans to feel the relief work on my collection of bronze depictions of New York City architecture to discover what these tall buildings really look like. The whole experiment is a total failure, but not in the way that you might think. Touching the Sky The names in this story have been changed. My studio assistant asked me if I want to keep our latest art experiment. I respond, No, Rob, just wash them off and we'll try again later. And make sure the filter's in the drain, okay? He asks, Do I have time before your blind man arrives? I look at my watch. Let's see. Damn, time does fly. Then I caution Rob that I'm not sure if calling him a blind man is politically correct. Maybe he should be called visually impaired. He doesn't know then asks, how did you meet this guy anyway? As I put away some of the architectural relief molds we've been working on, I explain, I've actually never met him. He writes for the Atlantic Monthly, and I've always liked his writing, but I never realized he was blind until in one of his articles he described his impressions of a skyscraper as someone who's never seen one. Rob inquires, interesting, so you contacted him? Yeah, I figured I'm probably the only artist around with relief portraits of all the great buildings in New York and he could actually come by and feel them to experience what they look like, a little like reading Braille. We've been emailing back and forth for months and trying to set a time for a studio visit, but he's been sick. Apparently he's better, so we made a date for the visit. As I put away the last of the moles, I continue, Anyway, today is the day, and I have to admit I'm excited to see how this experiment goes. Me too, says Rob. Should be amazing. Then I suggest, so let's put out the City Core Center... Grand Central Building, Empire State, and the Chrysler. The buzzer rings. That's probably him, and he's very early. Damn it. I wish I dug out all my video equipment last night. I hate to miss recording this. I open the studio door, revealing a small, very old Indian man in a wheelchair being pushed by a younger Indian woman, his daughter. Mr. Lefebvre? Yes, and you must be Vishaka. That is correct, and this is my father, Ravi Gujaral. Gujarat looks up and a little askance in the way that some blind people do. He presents his hand in the air, and I warmly take it, saying, I've been so looking forward to this. I introduce Rob, and to end an awkward pause, I say, So should we jump right in? Gujarat says slowly, I too have been very much looking forward to our little collaboration. Actually, I'm surprised that I never thought of something like this before. I've been sitting around the planet for 86 years, and it's just never occurred to me. I suggest, let's start with something simple. Here's the city core center. Gujaral is wheeled over, and his daughter moves his hand into position to examine the city core center relief. Gujaral comments, I remember reading about the troubles they had with the structure of this building. In response, I ask, so you're a student of architecture, too? Gujaral says, not exactly but I always read a good deal about architecture. I would make a strange student of architecture if I have never seen a building. 
There is a long period of silence while he carefully moves his hand around the circumference of the minimal building. Then, gently grazes his facade while everyone in the circle, including Gudrao himself, smiles. He examines several other reliefs, ending with the Chrysler building. By this point, everyone in the circle is feeling the emotion of the moment, watching how moved the old man is. It's like watching a child take his first step. Gujral comments, with his voice cracking a little, Ah, yes, the crown jewel, the Chrysler. His hands nimbly play across the surface, coming again and again to the layered arcs of the Art Deco building's crown. Gujral says, You have no idea what this means to me. So many years of stories and written descriptions of this building, and now they all make sense. It's so wonderful of you to give me this gift so near the end of my life. Vishaka caresses her father's shoulders, saying in a tender voice, Oh, Daddy, don't say that. You're going to live a much longer life. A single tear falls from his eye and splashes onto the polished bronze. I wipe it off with my hand and then reach up to wipe my own eyes as well. Everyone in the circle is holding back tears as we witness this rare and tender moment. At least, that's what I thought would happen before his actual visit to my studio. But what really happened when Ravi Gujral, the famous blind writer, came to visit my studio was in fact quite different. I open the door after the buzzer rings, and there stands Vishaka Gujaral, and directly behind her is her father, Ravi, with his hands on top of both her shoulders. Hello, you must be Vishaka. His daughter says, That is correct, and this is my father, Ravi Gujaral. He nods, and she moves slowly into my studio while he shuffles behind her, supported by his hold on her shoulders and taking very small steps. The old man gives a big smile in my direction as he passes. She looks around my studio with a decidedly disapproving air. Once he is seated, Gujarat looks up and a little askance in the way that blind people sometimes do. He presents his hand in the air and I take it, saying, I've been so looking forward to this, and he responds, me too. Vishaka interrupts and hurries me along at this point, reminding me that we have a reservation for dinner afterwards at a nearby restaurant called Cortino. I respond, Okay, let's begin then. I explain that I'll be presenting four different 24 by 36 inch bronze relief panels for him to examine. The City Core Center, the Grand Central Building, the Empire State, and the Chrysler Buildings. All the works are copies of bronze panels that are part of a series of 20 panels currently installed in the sidewalks of 101 Park Avenue at 41st Street. Gujaral is completely attentive to my every word. His daughter is anything but. I continue. These plaques were conceived of to celebrate the history of this site, where once stood the Architects Building, home to many of the great architecture firms in the first half of the 20th century. The buildings represented by these bronze insets were designed inside that building, which was later demolished to make way for a new, ultra-modern black glass tower. The old man is with me, and nods at every point I make. Vishaka is visibly bored by my explanation. I realize that she was most probably opposed to this whole enterprise, her blind father visiting the studio of a complete stranger to examine some old bronze reliefs. 
When he places his hands on the city court center and rubs them around a bit, he says with some frustration in his voice, I don't really feel anything that I can understand. The same is true with the next two plaques. With each, he says, I'm getting nothing. Finally, I put the Chrysler building in front of him, and he moves his hands haltingly around the relief of the Art Deco building's crown. I can see that there's no system to the way he is examining them. Then Gujaral says, I'm really sorry, Mr. Lefebvre, but I'm not able to make anything of these. Maybe if they were smaller, I think to myself, ah, maybe something with the same scale as Braille. Vishaka then critically comments, It's not working. Let's go to dinner. I request just a minute to dig out some smaller bronze reliefs of buildings. Years before, I'd done an inset bronze map of the Hamilton College campus with all of its campus architecture represented very precisely in small bronze reliefs on the map. I also cast the same building separately for myself and brought out some 4 by 8 inch castings for Gujaral to examine. Unwrapping them, I hold each in front of him at the level of his hands. He tries and tries, but again he's disappointed. I'm so sorry. I just can't do it. And I realize then that reading Braille for a blind person probably has nothing to do with the skills required to touch and visualize relief work. So our little disheartened group makes its way out of my studio, with Gujaral disappointedly shuffling along behind his daughter, holding her shoulders. She is definitely annoyed. When we get to the restaurant, her boyfriend is waiting there, and then somehow I'm disinvited to the dinner. Not sure how it happens, nor do I think that Gujaral understands or wants this, but due to a mix-up with the reservation, the table only has two seats, and the waitress has pulled up a third chair alongside. Then, even though she offers to pull up a fourth chair, Bishaka assures her that that will not be necessary, and I am dismissed. He and I shake hands warmly for the last time. Then as I leave, I hear him ask, Why is he leaving? I head back to my studio, marveling at what a total failure this whole idea has been. I'm sure that Gujaral could learn to visualize relief artwork if he chose to, but it would take a good deal of instruction, time, and patience. My fantasy about the joys of watching a blind person who's never seen a skyscraper discover how they look is far more compelling than what actually transpired. Fantasy and reality so often collide. It's a rare moment when they coincide, and this was not that moment. Such is life. Compulsive Storyteller is written and narrated by me, Greg Lefebvre, and co-produced with Peter Kokoma, who also made our theme song. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love your help sharing the show. Please subscribe to The Compulsive Storyteller for free on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen, and it would be great if you could leave a review. Follow the show on Instagram, at The Compulsive Storyteller, and check out our website, 
for more info at thecompulsivestoryteller.com. Thanks for listening. And if you didn't like this one, the next one will be another story. Thank you.